0: So, so we're on Daniel, going to Daniel, and, and the, okay. the, um, you know, we're talking about Moses wasn't threatening them, and, you know, giving information is not threatening because we're going to encounter that today with, with Daniel. We're going to encounter God letting, did it open it up? Wait, I haven't, we haven't opened it up yet. Oh. oh. I'm watching, I'm, I'm like, I've got to make sure it opens, if it doesn't, we have to figure that out. Right. Um. But apparently, as I was saying, the recording cut off at a very inopportune moment last time. And it was, you know, some, we were talking about them being down in there and they didn't die. And, and then I said something, and then Nebuchadnezzar, and it cut off. So basically to kind of summarize for anyone listening, um, that, that we were talking about the fact that Nebuchadnezzar had to wait for the heat of the fire to die down in order for him to go over to the fire and call them out the way it says he did. Which means they were just chilling in the fire, waiting for him, you know, dealing dealing with God and, and not worrying about what was going on outside of it. And they waited for him, I mean, they had the, because they had been preserved, they probably gonna come out at any point in time, but he was still the king. And he waited, you know, they waited until he called them out. Yeah. And, and what a transformative experience that was for everyone. And then at the end, Nebuchadnezzar um, ha, has an even greater declaration of acknowledgement, not of faith, but acknowledgement that your God is super powerful and I don't want him as an enemy. And and he doesn't worship their god, but he puts out a rule. We're going to see if I can open it up when I open the. We're going to see if she can open it. So leave it on that first page where it says stop at the top. Okay. So so it's um, you know, but he sent out if anyone is found making charges or speaking against their god, that person will be put to death, and you know, obviously a very direct threat to the Chaldeans who had come in grumbling about them, and and at that point, you know, now that that means that those who worship that god are not going to be held accountable for, because he says, okay, I acknowledge stronger god than my gods. I'm not, I don't want to be on the wrong side of you, and you acknowledge that I'm king of the world, so we'll just have a treaty here, you know, (laughs) we'll be at peace with one another. But we're going to find out today it, that's not really quite enough um, because, uh, you know, if you remember, there's more going on. They, they raided the temple. They, they took the land. You know, this, they're, they're not, you don't really get to say, you know, my bad, we're just going to, let's just call it even right here where we are. And and God has put these people, God put Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, he put them in power for a purpose. And I was reading uh, a little article, just kind of looking at the, the summary of it, uh, was talking about how this is how God works. And we see this over and over. We see it in Esther. You know, we see it in modern times, at different times in history, when when the Jewish people have been targeted for extermination or targeted for persecution. I mean, Moses was an example of it. Moses was taken up into a position of power to have a voice and, and the ability to save his people. And, and that's what we see with Daniel and, and his three friends, is that God moved them into a position of power so that at the time they're needed they're ready, and they're prepared, and they're in place already. And and even, you know, in American government, in World War II, one of the big turning points with how our country dealt with, with helping the Jews, and, and whether we were going to even get involved in the war, was that one of the, the very high, you know, high-positioned people in the in our government was Jewish. And for a long time, he was taking the, you know, I don't want to make waves, I don't want... And, and he, he was sent, uh, I think he was sent over to kind of observe and see, what. and he came back and he wrote a report that ultimately he was convinced to change the title of before it was submitted to the president because it was something to the effect of... Um, you know, a report on how America is contributing to the genocide of the Jewish people, you know, and, and so they were like, well, you know, don't, don't offend the president, we want to get him on our side, you know, and so, so it was changed, but it was a very big turning point in, this is what's really going on over there, this is what we need to do, um, and he was there, he was in that position, and it took him getting to that place of realizing that he might be in that position like Esther was, like Daniel was, like Moses was, in order to speak, and, and the personal risk to him, you know, to his career or whatever, I mean, in, at least in the American government, you're not usually at risk for your, your life. Yeah. But, you know, if you have a high-powered job, it's sometimes hard to, to do that. Um, so we've got Daniel, and, and he's, uh, Nebuchadnezzar's gonna have another dream. He's gonna dream about a tree. And we're gonna start there, and I'm opening it. If yours does not pop open, mine does not pop open we have an interlet lag <laughs> and there's no open. slide open. change error I'm so frustrated I hate seeing that hopefully it will open open there, there it we is. go and did it, it didn't open you guys though mm-hmm. oh y'all's. You you, yours open okay click yours open just click we'll, we'll see I don't I don't know if you'll have to go back every time four or if, one. yeah the very four yeah four one one through four. Or four, one through four. So, King Nebuchadnezzar to all peoples, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth peace be multiplied to you. It has seemed good to me to show the signs and wonders that the Most High God has done for me. How great are his signs, how mighty his wonders. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and his dominion endures from generation to generation. I, Nebuchadnezzar, was at ease in my house and prospering in my palace. So, very interesting start to this chapter. I know, like he's writing a letter. To him. You know, yeah, and the most, let us let me tell you about all the things that the Most High God has done for me. And this is after the farms. Mm-hmm. His dominion endures from generation to generation. How great are his signs? He was good to show me. He's, he seemed good to show me the signs and wonders of things he's doing for me. <laughs> Why, you would think any Christian today could have written this. I know. Uh. God is amazing. Let me tell you what God's done for me. And yet... Let's see how this continues. Let's see if it continues to be. <laughs> so. But that's the right. thing it says. I never considered it was content in my. Well, it would go on to. Um, so look, it changes down here, though. Yeah, so you can. This, If you scroll sideways on it, it'll keep you in this section. And then at the bottom, you can click when we go to the next one. That's what I was wondering if it was going to do for you, was let you, once you're inside it, click down. So he says, I saw a dream that made me afraid. As I lay in bed, the fancies and the visions of my head alarmed me. So I made a decree that all the wise men of Babylon should be brought before me that they might make known to me the interpretation of the dream. Then the magicians, the enchanters, the Chaldeans, and the astrologers came in, and I told them the dream, but they could not make known to me its interpretation. Is he really going there again? (laughs) At last Daniel came in before me, he who was named Belteshazzar, after the name of my God, and in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. And I told him the dream, saying, O oh, Belteshazzar, chief of the magicians, because I know that the spirit of the holy gods wow. is in you and that no mystery is too difficult for you. Tell me the visions of my dream that I saw and their interpretation. Why didn't you just call him in the first place? Why have we had to go with the channers? And- you know, because he, and- he might and- not and- need to bother the most high oh God. My gosh. <laughs> he might be able... You know, he, he, might, be, he might be not. able to not bother that God. He'll he'll get it from someone else. Because <laughs> the visions of my head as I lay in bed were these. I saw and behold a tree in the midst of the earth and its height was great. The tree grew and became strong and its top reached to heaven and it was visible to the end of the whole earth. Wow. Its leaves were beautiful and its fruit abundant and in it was food for all. The beasts of the field found shade under it, and the birds of the heavens lived in its branches, and all flesh was fed from it. What, what, not what telling I'm tell him him telling them the my I is, know. Right? He's telling them. It should be the same He's one that you time. have there. Is that I think so. Oh, what, what was, was that? That, that was me not having my thing on mute. Oh. Okay. Um, I I saw in the visions of my head as I lay in bed, and behold, a watcher, a holy one, came down from heaven. He proclaimed aloud and said thus, Chop down the tree and lop off its branches, strip off its leaves and scatter its fruit. Let the beast flee from under it and the birds from its branches." But leave the stump of its roots in the earth, bound with a band of iron and bronze amid the tender grass of the field. Let him be wet with the dew of heaven. Let his portion be with the beasts and the grass of the earth. Let his mind be changed from a man's, and let a beast's mind be given to him, and let seven periods of time pass over him. Wow. Yeah, a diff- it reads differently. Does it? Just a little bit, though. Mine mind, definitely. Hmm. I'll have to look at that after. Um, The sentence is by the decree of the watchers, the decision by the word of the holy ones, to the end that the living may know that the Most High rules the kingdom of men, and gives it to whom he will and sets over it the low lowliest of men. So the watchers would would be like a reference to what we talked about with Job with the, the court in heaven. You know, those who are, are looking over and, and you know, HaSatan, his role to go and, and, and bring the charges against people. So this dream I, King Nebuchadnezzar, saw and you, O Belteshazzar, tell me the interpretation, because all the wise men of my kingdom are not able to make known to me the interpretation, but you are able, for the spirit of the holy gods is in you. Wait, wait, wait. So he this is, is another dream? Yes. Yeah, So. Person it. What do you mean a different person? Oh well sorry. No, it's 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 Nebuchadnezzar's dream, but again nobody else could interpret it. So he's like called Daniel. But didn't we just read the first time that Daniel... Yes. Well, that's statue, why I would say he may not... Statue, yeah. Nebuchadnezzar may not have wanted to bother the Most High God yeah. if he could get some that's answers from saying. those. Why I mean, at least, at least... at that's, that's why I'm trying to digest is because I'm like, wait. Well, what's, what's different this time is that <laughs> he didn't throw a temper tantrum and threaten to kill everybody before yeah. Daniel came. He yeah. knew that if they couldn't answer, then he could Daniel, go to Daniel. Right. So wow. they couldn't answer. Now he's going to Daniel. And and it just seems like, really? I know, I know. <laughs> but then how many times do we have to repeat things in our life? And it's a little bit different, and we did a little bit better, but then when we look back, we go, And my sometimes we even say, we're like, why did, why did I do that? Then that might be that me. Way? What happened? That's probably me. I took you down to the next one. Did you? One. Yeah. Oh. Probably, yeah. I didn't even touch yeah. it. It just, okay, I won't touch anything. <laughs> Like, I don't know, that's it? weird. Because we're in 19 through 20. Yeah. Guess that. That's weird, why did it change like that? Because I had it right here. Oh, because it took you back, oh, right there, That's 19. weird, okay. Then Daniel, <laughs> whose name was Belteshazzar, was dismayed for a while, and his thoughts alarmed him. The king answered and said, Belteshazzar, not let, the, let not the dream or the interpretation alarm you. So, so Daniel hears what the dream is, and he's like, "Oh crud!" Ah. Ah. <laughs> and Nebuchadnezzar's like, "Don't, don't be afraid." Bel- sure, Belteshazzar answered and said, "My lord, may the dream be." Um, yeah, I'll have Liam go get me another one because I need. Oh, one yeah, then, sure. Yeah, okay, no, five, i not a bottle. Do okay. you want me to? Yeah, they're in the fridge. I can get, uh, we can get you one. Yeah. Okay. Um, my lord, may the uh, these aren't cold. That's why I brought them because I didn't. I don't want cold water. Well. Put it in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> no. Isabel <laughs> so. answered and said, My Lord, may the dream be for those who hate you and its interpretation for your enemies. The tree you saw which grew and became strong so that its top reached to heaven and it was visible to the end of the whole earth. Whose leaves were beautiful, and its fruit abundant, and in which was food for all, under which beasts of the field found shade, and in whose branches the birds of the heavens lived, it is you, O king. Oh, oh, you Lord. have grown and become strong. Your greatness has grown and reaches to heaven, and your dominion to the ends of the earth. Oh, gosh. So now, now of course Nebuchadnezzar is loving this. Yeah. A great interpretation. And because the king saw a watcher, a holy one, coming down from heaven and saying, chop down the tree and destroy it, but leave the stump of its roots in the earth, bound with a band of iron and bronze in the tender grass of the field, and let him be wet with the dew of heaven, and let his portion be with the beasts of the field till seven periods of time pass over him. So you know, we'll start with the good news. <laughs> and then we'll You're the tree, pretty awesome, I know. But because See, even God does that, he was the good news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to couch this for you. Oh my gosh, man! Because he has made these wonderful declarations of acknowledgement of God, right? And yet, not really getting it. No, he's still got the things from the temple, in the storehouse. He's still got the Jews in captivity. He's still got all this stuff that he doesn't feel the need to undo. We're gonna do, you know, we'll get, we'll get good. We'll work this out, and then we'll be okay. Okay, don't don't talk about don't talk bad about him. That was my bad. None of you do it, or I'll kill you because that was his go-to. I'll kill you so you can go live like an animal. In the, in the field for seven periods of time. And you'll drink the dew and you'll eat the grass. That's not seven years. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. let's see. And as it was commanded to leave the stump of the roots of the tree, your kingdom shall be confirmed for you from the time that you know that heaven rules. Mm. So, you're not going to lose your kingdom. But seven periods of time, it's going to take for you to go live this way, for you to learn. Therefore, O King, let my counsel be acceptable to you. Break off your sins by practicing righteousness, and your iniquities by showing mercy to the oppressed, that there may perhaps be a lengthening of your prosperity. So, um, so Lisa, good news, you're the tree. Okay. Bad news, you're going to go live like an animal in the field and eat grass and for drink dew years. for seven years. You know, but your but your your kingdom will prosper and continue. And I would encourage you, in light of all of this, if it's acceptable to you, maybe stop sinning, <laughs> embrace righteousness, yeah. <laughs> show mercy to the poor and the oppressed. And maybe there'll be a lengthening of your prosperity. That's just my my advice here. Take it or leave it. message. Well, that's why he was afraid. That's he was he all, was like, "Oh, I, do I don't want to go tell you this. I don't want to tell. I don't know how to tell you this." And and I know what I to tell you? you. know, and and I remember when you know when when God had told me you know, go tell this person a specific thing. And I'm like, um, no. And they weren't the king. (laughs) They couldn't kill me. I just didn't want to be rude. You know, but it was... It wasn't rude because God knew what to say. But Daniel here is like, holy crud. I gotta go tell the king what? Seriously, God? Yeah, I'd be scared too. And... Yeah, I'd be terrified. I'd be like, what do you mean go tell him this? Why would you... What are you doing, God? go up in there making nice. Hey, yeah, King, like, what's up? Good news, you're the tree. Brother from another brother. Pretty mother. awesome. How are you doing? <laughs> and patting him on the back. You thirsty? Hey, hey. <laughs> hey. Try hey. to kiss up first. We just welcome. <laughs> Hi. We're, we're, we're reading in Daniel, and and... Daniel just told the king that that the awesome tree in his dream is is the king and his kingdom, but he's going to have to go live like an animal for seven years in the field. Oh my God! So you know, <laughs> I think I kinda, never heard he of tried it. to couch it. Oh, you ever heard that? Yeah, go read read the beginning of Daniel four. So we're, we 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 just we had his interpretation, and and so this is this is what's going to happen. He says, all this came upon King Nebuchadnezzar at the end of twelve months. He was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon. And the king answered and said, Is not this great Babylon, which I have built by my mighty power as a royal residence and for the glory of my majesty? Okay, so did it really take the advice of Daniel? Yeah. Who said, maybe if you stop sinning, embrace righteousness, take care of the oppressed and the poor you'll have longer before this happens, or, yeah, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, no, Nebuchadnezzar is going to live like an ox, so here he is looking out from his rooftop over Babylon, look at this amazing place that I'm in the best house, and I built this with my own two hands, and aren't I awesome, while the words were still in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven, O King Nebuchadnezzar. To you it is spoken, the kingdom has departed from you. Wow. And you shall be driven from among men, and your dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. Be sure to speed that up. And, I know. And you shall be made to eat grass like an ox, and seven periods of time shall pass over you until you know that the Most High rules the kingdom of men. And gives it to whom he will. That's like America, you know, something. Yeah. I yeah. can see something like that happening You serve at God my leisure. You yeah. serve at my will. You serve for my purposes, not yours. Right. Because you, you know, can look out and say, whoa, this is America.
1: Yeah. The greatest Nothing can touch in the us.
0: Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, We're I'm awesome. Third, number yes. one in all that. And they like fooling themselves, you know, all the way, and then God comes in, bam! Here you go. Well, they yeah, do it. they do it to themselves. To yes. themselves. he just have yeah, his hands off. Right, them. he says, you know what? I'm taking this kingdom. You want to think? You want to take credit for this? I'm yes. taking this kingdom away from you. Right. Right. Because see, it is be my God. kingdom, like right? He made America great, right? And just like he made it great, and for American a purpose, right and away. yes, and we need to not be arrogant because. All those ancient countries that ruled a lot more of the world than we populate—they're gone. Very humble, yeah, and not for just—you know, Greece has been reduced to a tiny little country with some serious economic problems. I mean, that's—that's that's what's happened. So we need to really not be arrogant. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like it was Right. So immediately, the word was fulfilled against Nebuchadnezzar. He was driven from among men and a grass like an ox and his body was wet with the dew of heaven till his hair grew as long as eagle's feathers and his nails were like bird's claws. So he basically transformed into an animal. Did not that happen to Saddam Hussein? Like a a werewolf. He was living like that? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I know. I'd have to look that up because I don't remember the details. So people can do that now if that falls upon Yeah. Yeah. Which maybe we'll we get all the major stories. Maybe. maybe yeah. No. At the end of the days, I Nebuchadnezzar lifted my eyes to heaven. So, at the end of of his sentence, uh-huh. I lifted my eyes to heaven, and my reason returned to me. Wow. And I blessed the Most High and praised and honored him who lives forever, for his dominion is an everlasting dominion. And his kingdom endures from generation to generation. So now he got it. He got it. Yeah. So it looks like he's going to it. Yeah. All the inhabitants. Stuff, yeah. All the inhabitants of the earth are accounted as nothing. And he does according to his will among the host of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. And none can stay his hand or say to him, what have you done? So this sounds very Job-esque. Yeah. His revelation at the end, I, I really don't get to understand. Right. It, it's not my place. Right. I'm trying to demand mean. an answer from God. Yeah. <laughs> <That's almost it. laughs> and, and really, if God answered, would we understand? No. Could we even truly want. comprehend? Do we want to know the intricacies of it all? You know, and and even just with our children, sometimes I tell my children, you keep wanting to demand a reason for this, but it is complicated and it involves the, the dynamics of our family and, and the way money works and like so many complicated things that as you get older I will explain more why I make the choices I make. But at a certain point, you just gotta trust that I really am doing what's best for you. <clears throat> even if you don't feel like it at the time, or even mm-hmm. if you don't Understand. you're you're trying to demand understanding you're not mature enough to have. What well, old school is because I said so. Right, so, um, right. Well, and, but the problem with that is you don't learn how to make decisions if nobody shares with you why they're making the decisions they're making, and yeah. then you become an adult, and a lot of times do things because you don't know why you're. There were things as an adult. That it's like, why are you doing this? I don't know. You know, because <laughs> right. somebody said so. Cause well, not, cause this is what I think maybe I should do, or this is what, but, but what? was done. You know. Yeah, but like you said, sometimes they're too young to even understand. Right. And just not just like the same relationship how. We have to reverence, We should reverence God. It's out of faith and out right. of belief. And like our kids at an age, certain age. Yeah. But as a parent, we recognize they're own enough to understand the actions, right? And that's that's where I think a lot in our culture falls down is we don't honor that time that we're supposed to be teaching them, right. and guiding. And and a lot of times it's because relationship is broken in the younger years yeah. because. As much as we need to reverence God, he is there loving and and taking care of and encouraging. And so when we have just one and not the other... You know, you got to have both, kind and firm, is what I always say. It's got to be kind and firm. In some ages and some kids, it's got to be firm and kind, but it's still got to have both <laughs> as they get older. And our society because it's a lot of single parents. Yeah. And our society is not built to support family and and parents. And There's so much that's wrong, and, and yet... You know, the, as that's why, as we come to understand God better, we can translate that into our relationships with our family members, and we can heal the things that we've. That when we realize, oh, that was a mistake, we can heal it. When our kids are struggling, maybe as adults, we can say, "I didn't teach this to you because I didn't know it, but I've learned it. Can you let me share with you, please? I see your suffering in ways that I suffered, and it was my job to teach you." You know the the time when I had there there were things that as I was learning them and I was like why didn't my parents teach me this and then I had to realize oh no they didn't know yeah didn't so know. I went back and taught and sh- and I'm like hey I'm learning about this thing and they're like tell us more you know <laughs> and and I was able to share it with them um, but but there's there's so much broken relationship but but it is I mean we're talking. We're talking that lack of understanding, though, being expressed by Job, who was raised so high by God and understood so much. And he's still, we panic when we don't understand. We panic and we go, what are you doing? And when things inside feel out of control, we try to control everything outside. And, 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 that's, and that's part of why God took him out and put him in a field. You have no control at all. You don't even control whether you walk upright. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you need, we talk about needing to be humbled. For seven years, you're going to live like an animal. That's what it took to humble him. And it took the whole seven years. Because <laughs> at the end of the time, he goes, I get it. <laughs> Job, at the end of all that suffering. like the first year as an animal like the First I'm day, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what? And you, you think, think <laughs> yeah, what was going? Right. Think about know, what was God. going through his head. He's probably yeah. angry. How yeah. dare it cursed! And, him. and I'm embarrassed, and yeah. people are going to see. You know, pride. all, all pride. that pride, the, and ego that had to be worked through and gotten rid of and let go of seven years. But see, he had to take him from the kingdom because he's looking out right. of the kingdom. What did the Bible say? While the words were still in his mouth, right. he's speaking like, what? Like, what look at that? this. At? Are you kidding me? Uh, look at my kingdom. Yeah. Oh, Man, while the words still in his mouth. God and it's it. It. quite possible, <laughs> you go. the way you said it, it's it's quite possible God. that he got to the end of that year and it hadn't happened. And he was standing there going, nobody can take this from me. Oh, my God. But even and though that's the moment God's the like, okay, now. That, you're now you're out of here. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You know? and Heck, it could have been the end of that month. Yeah. end of that week. He spent that yeah. process. It could have been the end of that day. He was like, please, yeah. nothing's happened yet. <laughs> and, and maybe maybe he did listen to Daniel. Maybe he did listen to Daniel and extend his time to that point And then started thinking, nothing's happening. Uh, ah. Yeah, nothing's happening. You, you know, we, it doesn't really tell us what happened when in that year. He doesn't, he doesn't share with us. In, in this letter, he's, he, this decree he's sending out, he doesn't tell us the details of what went on there. But at the end of that seven years, he says, at the same time, my reason returned to me, and for the glory of my kingdom, my majesty and splendor returned to me. My counselors and my lords sought me, and I was established in my kingdom, and still more greatness was added to me. Wow. So like Job, he got even more than had been taken away. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the king of heaven. For all his works are right, and his ways are just, and those who walk in pride he is able to humble. So we're moving each time to a deeper declaration. You know, we've got a declaration of acknowledgement. Okay, I I see who you are. Then we've got a declaration of I see who you are, and I don't want to tussle with you, so let's, let's have some peace here. And now we see a, mm-hmm. I am nothing next to you, yeah. and I praise king. and extol and honor mm-hmm. the king of the heaven. I, I, I acknowledge all these things about you. Right. Um, so now we're going to read about a, king, uh, a hand right. writes on the wall. And it's so awesome that God was so lets us see that, you know, in and, and, and opposition to all the evil ones that went down to show that somebody, even as pompous and arrogant, right. still was humble, and, he, and the God was great, but yes. not without God, God It's so awesome. Right, to see it, you know, it is. And I think there's a cautionary tale there for us, and we kind of talked about this a couple weeks ago with, with his first Declaration of Acknowledgement, is... God's word says we'll know they're Christians by their love. And we've come to a place in, in the church where we accept them as Christians because of their declaration of acknowledgement. And we put up with a lot of evil behavior just because somebody says they're a Christian and we don't want to call them out. and We don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. And Well, they say they love God, so I'm trust that God. They, they don't always say they love God. You can acknowledge who God is, and that's why. Why, yeah, that's why the scripture says the demons know who He is and they tremble. You're not even trembling. <laughs> you know, it's the acknowledge if, when the when the awareness of who He is does nothing to change you. That's not a declaration of faith. And and that's that's something that I, I really, the, as we read these different stories, I keep taking away is going. We have, not that we should challenge someone's declaration of who God is, but we should also not just blindly accept everything that comes after it. Because we are growing and maturing. And if that faith is sincere, then they will welcome being told, did you know that the scripture actually says something about this? Now, they might be somebody who gets blustery, but then goes away and thinks about it and comes back and is humble. And you've got to, it's not just, well, I told him he was sinning and he didn't accept it, you know. But it's, we will watch them. We will see. We will hold them accountable. We will look at their willingness to learn. And we won't just say, well, they said they're a Christian, so I'm just going to leave them to God's hands." That's where community comes in. But it's also got to be a healthy community because a lot of times the community is just made up of people who've declared God, God is king, but there's no personal change in their life, you know? So, and that's, which is why, which is why Paul says, look at the leader, look who they are in their personal life. Look who they are in their home. Don't give them power if you don't like what you see because the way they treat those in their inner circle is how they're gonna treat you. You want to see how a pastor's going to treat their their congregation? Look how they treat their spouse. You want to see how they're going to treat their congregation? Look how they treat their children. That's how they'll treat you. And, and so we accept people in positions of power because they say, God called me. We put people in positions of, of influence because they say, I, I feel like God wants me to take this position over this entire ministry where I will now influence children's lives. And nobody wants to work with the children, so you know, great, we gotta volunteer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or somebody who attended three times and now they're on the rotation to run the nursery. And we, where's the discernment? Where is the questioning? Is that a declaration of acknowledgement? Is that an expression of faith? Is that an expression of faith with follow up? Do we see this in your life? Are you ready for this? We go around, well, they said they're a Christian. You know, anybody can say, I'm a Christian. You know, I, I'm a Christian. Well, what, is, what does that mean to you? Tell me your te- That's why a testimony is important. What's your testimony? How did you get to this declaration? What does it mean to you? How has it changed you? We want to hear your story. We want to see your life. And then answer, of I was going to say Nebuchadnezzar had a, a, a good testimony, but he <laughs> didn't tell it to his son though. Well, Our son didn't see <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway. No, I mean, whatever, whatever kind of scale you want to put it on, everybody has gone through the Nebuchadnezzar phases. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, like, and, and even though you just, you know, sold, like you said, he probably did tell his child. Well, we're good. Yeah, yeah we're going to read. We're going to read a very, a story yeah, so here. The child he was, was old enough where, you know, he just kind of. Well, and Nebuchadnezzar didn't, he didn't fix everything. And that's why we're going to get to what we're about to get to here with his son. Yeah. Um, and granted, you know, he was seven years without a father. Well, his father lived out in the field like a cow. But and then before that, it was all this paganism. Yeah, so it's like yeah, yeah. I wasn't raised from the jump as the right. Guy. We come out of the branch where that branch is at our birth, and so, so, but I, but I think it is because people do go through all those stages. That when we understand those stages, and when we love that person. You know, you got to give people room. It's not like Daniel was in there with the king going. Come on. Pull it together. You know, he respected the fact that that he had he was had free will and he could make his choices. But when those opportunities were granted him and he could speak into his life, he didn't just interpret the dream. He tried to encourage him what to do to change what was happening. And 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 he shared with him. And and so we can we can love people through those seasons. Very often, honestly, when somebody is making a declaration of acceptance without any evidence of faith, the best thing we can do is just not give their declaration of acceptance too much weight, and instead we wait and watch and pray and be available Because then whatever God does in their life to get them to that next declaration will still be there. Because if we run in and do the wrong thing at that first declaration, we'll be cut out of their life. We won't be a safe person for them to turn to that second time. Or even worse, that third time. And so we we don't have to hear a declaration of acceptance and go, "Psh! I don't see any faith. But we also don't need to go, oh, they made a declaration, everything's, they're, they're now completely, totally in and accepted and everything they do, we must be okay with. Because we don't want to offend them by saying anything about their behavior. No. It's, it's not an extreme. It's, when, you're, when you have that maturity, you sit back and you go, it is wonderful that you've reached the point of that declaration. And then you wait for the next declaration. You trust God and you're available, and you pray. you got to know Daniel and his friends were praying over all this time. I mean, they were there that whole time that, that statue was being built. You know they were praying. What do we do? He knows who you are. How is he doing that? So we do that. We go, and we learn, and we grow from it, so that at the end of that time when the statue was up, they knew what to do. And when Daniel gets called about the, the prayer, and he's, or about the dream, and he's like, oh, I do not want to give this. But he goes and he has the words and he says the right thing. And then he steps back and lets the king do his thing because it's the king's testimony. Yeah. We can't take it. We can't control it. It's hard. You don't think it was hard for Daniel to go, oh, he's just going to blow this. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And, and Daniel was probably part of, you know, helping keep things under control for those seven years. Because Daniel was the one who was called when that happened. So King Belshazzar made a great feast for a thousand of his lords and drank wine in front of the thousand. So they all got drunk together. Belshazzar, when he tasted the wine, commanded that the vessels of gold and silver that Nebuchadnezzar, his father, had taken out of the temple in Jerusalem be brought, that the king and his lords his wives, and his concubines might drink from them. Lesson one, (coughs) you make dumb choices when you're drunk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the amount of power you have may influence the level of dumb that you embrace. (laughs) What was he making a feast for? It doesn't say. I mean, he may have just called. Yeah, yeah. All we know is Belshazzar is now king. Right. And he's having a big feast. Yeah. It might have been when he became king, you know. It might just have been he liked to party, so he called all of his friends who were in charge of everything. And, and a wise king really wouldn't get drunk with everybody. They'd keep their wits about them because they've got a lot more to lose than anybody. I mean, it's, it's a great way to learn secrets about people. Catch them in compromising. I mean, there's a lot that you can do when you're when you're a Babylonian king and you get people drunk. There's a lot of power that can come from that. Yeah, but that he was getting drunk with them. Yeah, this is a big old party. And his father's dead, so he mm-hmm. go and get the vessels. He probably wouldn't have done that when his father still alive. I bet. Yeah, I'm guessing... I'm thinking he kind of, because, you know, it looks like Nebuchadnezzar had that stuff kind of put away. Yeah, it it was, but it also wasn't sent back to the temple. No. So Nebuchadnezzar, he may have gotten to that point of of understanding and faith, Yeah. but he was still king of Babylon, and he, you know. Then they brought in the golden vessels that had been taken out of the temple, the house of God in Jerusalem, and the king and his lords, his wives and his concubines, drank from them. And we know that you should not even touch these things if you are not properly purified and ritually clean. Right. Oh, they drank wine and praised the gods of gold and silver, ah. bronze, iron, wood, and stone. Mm-hmm. Immediately, the fingers of a human hand appeared and wrote on the plaster of the wall and the kings of the king's palace opposite the lampstand. I think I saw it. Again. And the king saw the hand as it wrote. Then the king's color changed, and his thoughts alarmed him. His limbs gave way, and his knees knocked together. The king called loudly to bring in the enchanters, the Chaldeans, and the astrologers. The king declared to the wise men of Babylon, whoever reads this writing and shows me its interpretation shall be clothed with purple and have a chain of gold around his neck and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Wow. he's real yeah, drunk. he is real drunk. <laughs> then all the king's wise men came in, but they could not read the writing or make known to the king the interpretation. Then King Belshazzar was greatly alarmed and his color changed and his lords were perplexed. The queen, because of the words of the king and his lords, came into the banqueting hall, and the queen declared, O king, live forever. Let not your thoughts alarm you or your color change. Yeah, let me encourage you. I'll be your cheerleader. And, yeah, I'm not going to go very well. There was a man in your kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. In the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father your father, the king, made him chief of the magicians, enchanters, Chaldeans, and astrologers. Because an excellent spirit, knowledge, and understanding to interpret dreams, explain riddles, and solve problems were found in this Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar. Now let Daniel be called, and he will show the interpretation. Then Daniel was brought in before the king. The king answered and said to Daniel, But I have heard that you can give interpretations and solve problems. Now if you can read the writing and make known to me its interpretation, you shall be clothed with purple and have a chain of gold around your neck, and shall be the third ruler of the kingdom. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, Let your gifts be for yourself, and give your rewards to another. Nevertheless, I will read the writing to the king and make known to him the interpretation. So in other words, I'm not swayed by your offer. Right. You're not going to bribe me. And, and, and the message very implied, I'm not going to read a good reading. I'm going to tell you what it really says. So and, and, he, and he's having seen it, probably thinking, you aren't going to want to give that to me after I tell you what it says. He says, O king, the most high God, gave Nebuchadnezzar your father kingship and greatness and glory and majesty. And the vessels of his house have been brought in before you, and you and your lords, your wives, and your concubines have drunk wine from them. And you have praised the gods of silver and gold, of bronze and iron, and wood and stone, which do not see or hear or know. But the God in whose hand is your breath, and, all, and whose all, are all your ways, you have not honored." Yep. Then Belshazzar gave the command, and Daniel was clothed with purple. A chain of gold was put around his neck, and a proclamation was made about him that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. That very night, Belshazzar the Chaldean king was killed, and Darius the Mede received the kingdom, being about 62 years old. Wow. So that very night, the the Mede's king, Darius, Was given control of Babylon. That very night he died. Do not drink from God's chalice. That's my cup. That's right. You You don't take his things, you don't praise those things as though they're God's. Yeah, right. They're his things. But well, people right. do that now. Yep. And they go, He knows my heart. Right. <laughs> that's, that's, that's he does know hard. your heart. Yeah. <laughs> you should be scared. Yeah. <laughs> so you're right. you're because yeah. you <laughs> might not know your heart. You might know your faith. justifications and your defenses, but He knows your heart. Oh, you and, so right. Right. and there are certain things that you would not do if your heart if you was really right. You right. What right. And and there is a matter of you don't sometimes you don't know. And most of us don't have the power and the authority the to do things to the know. level that Belshazzar did. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we won't do that much damage, but we can. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes the damage is because people are watching to see what it means to be a believer. Mm-hmm. And we destroy that picture. And, you know, when when all, when all the statistics of divorce or the statistics of different things and people go, well, there's no difference in the church. Why would I go be over there? I have all those moral codes put on me, like the, talking about the Egyptians grumbling, you know, when they left, they converted and they're out in the wilderness on the way and they're yeah. like, I can't sleep with anybody I want. And I have to live according to this moral code and all I can eat in this manna. What the heck, you know? And yeah, might as well go back to Egypt. And people in Egypt in our day, look and go, why would I go over there? Mm -hmm. Either they live like they're miserable, they live exactly like I do, or they're mean and that, right. And why is it that when you're not that way, the response is, you're different from the other Christians I know? That's sad to me. That breaks my heart. And if we could just have a hint of the humility that Nebuchadnezzar had at the end of those seven years to go, I make mistakes, that's what what people in the world say makes you different from other Christians. You listen, and you acknowledge that you're not perfect. You worship a God you believe is perfect. You're trying to participate in that transformation of you into his image. But you clearly acknowledge where you are not representing him properly. And that is the difference between people who sit in judgment over everybody else Mm -hmm. and people who go, yeah, we're all in this together, and we all make mistakes, and we all do it wrong. I have a little more understanding than you do of this Mm -hmm. I'll share it if you're interested because when we have that sin in our life and those areas we haven't gotten to yet and yet we think we're in a position to judge everybody else well I'm just judging in that area I have arrived oh well then that would be none of them because (laughs) (laughs) right the very fact that you think you can judge belies the reality that you are not in a position to judge. Because when I think about judging other people, it terrifies me. Because when God says, how you judge others is how you'll be judged. Well, let me judge them the way you say in Zechariah you do, with mercy. Let me see their situation and give mercy. But what does he say? The religion he wants... Do just, you know, do justice. Walk hum, you know, what feed feed the widow and the and the oppressed and the poor. Take care of the orphans. Walk humbly with God. Love mercy. Do justice. You know, do justice, meaning fix things. Go fix the problem. And then followed by feed people, clothe people, love people. What's the problem? They need food, clothing, and love. Go give it. Give it to them. Out of mercy, look at the situation, see what it needs, and go give it. And it's really that simple, which is hard. So I'm not saying it's like, <laughs> we should all be doing it. It's hard. Because we might not look over Babylon, but we look over what we have, and we go, look at all I have that I've amassed for myself. God must love me. I'm right, even Job, when it was all taken away. But God, I mean, he gave God credit for it. But God knew how great I was. And he gave me all that. Why did he take it away? And I didn't even do anything wrong. And I didn't do anything wrong. (laughs) And I've been complaining about it for 40 chapters. (laughs) And that's why his friend comes in and goes, stop talking. I can't endure this anymore. Be quiet. You don't get it. No, you didn't do anything wrong. That's not the point. Stop acti- asking why God's punishing you. He's not. There will never be an answer to that. You don't know his mind. Yes. No. And, and Nebuchadnezzar couldn't even connect with his mind until he had the mind of an animal. No. <laughs> Let know, go of all your now, understanding, all your ideas, all the things and you and think you wrong, know. He had to go back down to like literally nothing just right. to, to get it. Right, go that and it's awesome. noon, and I know you guys got to take off. So oh, is that the end? Or yeah, well, that's the end of chapter five. We actually did two chapters. I raced oh, through chapter five because I knew what was in it, and I oh. I wanted to end on that. So Can do a um, kind of the beginning. that's okay. Let me go. Can, let me do the blessing, and then I'll stop the recording, and okay. then we'll do prayer because I don't know okay. if you want it. I don't know what it is, so I don't want to. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord turn His countenance upon you and grant you His peace. Thank you.